Hello and welcome to Life with Mon and Cam, where we discuss travel, work, money, marriage, and all the things in between. Thanks so much for being here. Let's get into the app. Hello and welcome back to another pod. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Yeah, excited to have you guys back listening to us. <laughs> um, so today's a requested topic on how Cam found his faith um, and how that looked like for us. Mm, yeah, so gosh, where do we start? This is a cool one. Um, so a bit of background. So this is by finding my faith, we're talking about how I became, decided to become a Christian um, and trust in Jesus. So growing up, I went to an Anglican school, um, which was the local, or one of the local uh, private schools in Bathurst called All Saints College. And um, yeah, I wasn't a Christian then. And it was um, like, we'd go to chapel each week. Um, You know, we had a, we called him Father Paul. He was our um, chaplain. Um, And it was, yeah, there was a lot of faith around me and I just, I guess just because I hadn't grown up with it, I didn't really um, see it and I didn't, I I just wasn't super interested. Like I was very respectful um, of people's faith, but, you know, I just thought that wasn't for me really. Mm. I was more of the opinion that it was kind of like a, kind of similar to like if you're doing yoga or something or, you know, really into fitness, like something that, what what would be the word to describe that? Like Like a hobby? (laughs) almost like honestly probably almost like a hobby yeah like you know it's just something you pick to kind of get you through life kind of thing Mm -hmm. and Um, like spend your time on yeah spend your time on and stuff so that was a bit more on that like you know I wasn't even really sure if Jesus was a real person I knew nothing really about the Bible like we prayed and everything in chapel but um yeah it was kind of just holding your eyes closed and waiting till they stop talking kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's a bit of my background. So that was, um, yeah, while I was growing up. Um, and then Mon and I met middle of 2020, which was a couple of years ago and about, f- oh, what was that, three years after I left school. Yeah. Um, so we're both 21. Yep. So I'd done another three years of, you know, not really interested in Christianity. Um, I'd worked with, I'd actually worked with a guy that was a Christian and, um, kind of found him annoying to be honest because he was always <laughs> reading his Bible and I was like who is this guy like I don't, why- know, I don't think you've told me this <laughs> <laughs> well this is cool this is what, why we discuss these things yeah. on the podcast why is he so annoying just for reading his Bible <laughs> well that's what I mean like I don't know why I thought that um, I thought it was weird that he'd bring his Bible into work and read it and I was like okay um, but anyway so that's a bit of background of where I was at yeah. with Christianity you know it was like I, w- I was still respectful but I was I was still respectful to their face and I guess most of the time genuinely respectful, but mm-hmm. I just didn't, you know, I just didn't think it was for me. Yeah. And do you think in hindsight, like, did you know much about like what Christianity professes? Like you kind of said you weren't even sure if Jesus was a like real person or anything. Um, so despite like all those years of schooling, like, did you know much of what Christians believe? Yeah, not really. Like I'd, you know, I knew that Christians believe there's a God I didn't. A good start. <laughs> I didn't really know about the Trinity, so the three, three in one. Um, I'm just trying to think back, and I re- honestly didn't really know much. At yeah, all. no, I totally relate to that. Like, I became a Christian at 16, but it. The way I explain it is that, like, before I was a Christian, I didn't see any Christian things. Like, mm. just in my world, like, I didn't notice churches. I didn't notice 
you know, people wearing crosses or anything like that. Whereas like, as soon as I became a Christian, it was like my eyes were open and I could just see like Jesus and Christianity everywhere. And I could, you know, hear someone's name and be like, that's a biblical name. Like, are you from a Christian family? Like I just, you know, all of a sudden realized like how much of it was around me um, and even how it's in pop culture and all that kind of thing. But before I had any idea about Christianity, before I was a Christian myself, it was just like, I had blinders on. Like, I just yeah. didn't see it anywhere. Yeah. So I totally understand what you mean where it's like, surely, you know, like one of the biggest religions in the world, like surely you have a bit of an idea on like what it believes, but it's so easy to go through life and not actually, actually realize what it is. Yeah. No, or make assumptions or have stereotypes. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, yeah, you know, when things are going really well for you in your life, um, you know, it doesn't really seem like you need Christianity because you're like, oh, you know, I've got this all sorted. Like, um, yeah, I know what's going on. I can... You know, I've worked really hard to get this job I'm doing or, you know, live in this house or whatever. Um, so, yeah, like you don't feel like you need any other help. Mm, you're not um, looking for anything. Yeah, so that's a bit of a background. So then, yeah, as I said, we met middle of 2020. Um, you're a Christian. I wasn't a Christian. And um, I even remember talking to one of my mates before we before we started dating. Um, and he said, oh, you know, mom's a Christian. Like if, if you were to be there, you'd kind of have to um, probably become a Christian or you know, um, be around Christianity all the time. And this is before I knew that we were going to start dating. I thought, oh, yeah, look, you know, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, anyway, so so we started talking and all that. And then you were pretty upfront um, at the start, just saying like, mm. look, I, we, I wouldn't marry you if you weren't a Christian. And to me, that before I was a Christian, understood why. That, that was a big shock, but I was also like, okay, well, you know, you're very, you're very smart, you're very switched on. So there's obviously a reason why, why that can't happen. Um, and yeah, so I, I understand that now. Yeah. Obviously. So I guess, yeah, for that, what that process looked like for us, obviously we met, um, we liked each other. You weren't a Christian. I was a Christian. Um, that's a whole big thing. And so, yeah, like you were really open to, you know, like we had so many discussions about my faith and you knew what I believed in a lot of things. I'm a very blunt and straightforward person. So, um, kind of from the beginning, I was like, look, you know, like obviously, we're not dumb. Like when you date, like you're going to break up or probably get married. And obviously, um, yeah, I wanted to be married and, you know, um, that kind of path for my life. And well, funnily enough, at the time when we first met, I wasn't even looking to date anyone at all, but there we go. I liked you. And so that changed our path. But, um, yeah, it was really straightforward with all of the things that I believed and, um, yeah, you were open to looking into that yourself. So I think your open heartedness towards that, um, meant that we, you know, felt good going forward and dating and giving you time to kind of look into Christianity yourself and, um, you know, read a bit of the Bible, see what you thought about it and make a decision for yourself. Um, yeah, so I guess how that looked for you was that it worked out really nicely because we already had a mutual friend who was a Christian and who was a guy as well. So you guys already kind of had that relationship there. Um, and then it was kind of, you know, you having discussions with him and talking to him about Christianity and kind of learning a bit about it. Um, do you want to keep talking to that a little bit? Yep. Um, yeah, so I just want to give a bit of context for anyone who's not a Christian thinking, why on earth would you be not marry someone who's not a Christian who doesn't see your point of view? And um, us as Christians, we really believe that, like, you know, God, you put God first in everything because he's your creator. Um, and, yeah, if we, it's just really hard because they describe it as, like, you're not evenly yoked. So if you're a Christian and you're putting God first um, and your partner is not a Christian, it's really hard to see why um, 
how you can build a life together. Yeah, yeah, you know, because, like, you're wanting to be going to church each week, you, you know, praying and reading the Bible and all that, and um, that can feel like it's taking away from the relationship and everything um, if you don't see the same thing. So If you don't put importance on it, yeah. Yeah, so that's a bit of background as to why. Just because it's happened so often and it's been really messy. So it's kind of just trying to avoid that messiness, heartache, Mm. all that sort of stuff so yeah and um, also just to add to that as well I guess is there's the Christian perspective on like marriage as a spiritual thing not rather than just like in this mm. world you get married it's a legal thing like you sign a document and stuff Christians also have that spiritual belief that you know like you're married in the eyes of God and like you've become one flesh with that person you've made your vows to that person and committed to them um so I guess there's that aspect as well of like that's a decision that you make and like you decide to enter into that like covenant and that commitment before God um, and so that's a pretty like big and important thing. And obviously if you're not a Christian and you don't have that perspective and it is just a legal thing, um, then obviously you might yeah, be more open to like, if it doesn't go right, I'll get a divorce. And you know, that's then messy because you don't, you're not going into the marriage on equal footing. Yeah. Um, and you're not, yeah, having that, I guess, mindset for how you're going to deal with problems that come up in life and how you're going to build a family together and stay committed to one another. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So going back to, um, my journey. So when, when after Mon and I had that discussion, um, we really wanted to, wanted it to be me looking to Christianity um, of my own accord. We didn't want it to be, um, you know, under the influence or under the um, attempt of trying to, you know, just become a Christian so I could marry Mon. That there'd be mm. no point to that. There'd be no heart change, and like that's absolutely what we didn't want to happen. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, I'd just be lying to myself if mm. if I did that. Yeah. So the way we did that, Mon touched on it briefly, was I looked into it all separate to Mon, so there wasn't that kind of like, I don't know, subconscious pressure or... Yeah, like you know. I wasn't the one who was like reading the Bible with you or yeah. like, you know, leading you in like, oh, well, let's look at this or discipling you in any way. It was really hands-off in the sense that I wanted that to be your own separate part of life rather than inherently linked with me. Yeah. Like I didn't want it to be, um, you know, your faith linked with your relationship with me. I wanted that to be um, your own your own part of life so yeah for sure and so in my mind you know I didn't really know anything about Christianity so I tried to look at it quite logically I thought the Bible is is um what Christianity relies on is what they um so that what Christians believe is true um so I needed to work out first of all if I could trust the Bible um and I thought if I could then work out if I could trust it or not then I could make a decision on what it says um, mm. And so I started looking at, into it with our mutual friend um, and just reading one of the Gospels, which is one of the books of the New Testament, um, and just try, just reading about what Jesus did. Um, and I was also reading a book called The Doubter's Guide to Jesus, which is really, really good um, if you're kind of thinking about Christianity or on the fence or, you know, not even thinking about Christianity and are curious after hearing this. Like, it's such a good book because it, it really appealed to me because it laid out a lot of logical, um, just like a lot of logical historical um, facts about Christianity. Like mm. the moment you spend two minutes looking into who Jesus is, you realise that pretty much every historian ever um, accepts that he was a person, he did live, um, you know, Christian and non-Christian historians, which was a big one for me because I thought, Christian historians are kind of biased to try and make you think that Jesus lived. But the fact that non-Christian historians are um, accepted as well means it's pretty legitimate. Mm. Um, so that was a big thing for me because I didn't even know he existed. Yeah. Um, and then there's the massive claims of 
um, you know, he did miracles. He walked on water. He um, rose from the dead. Rose from the dead. <laughs> that's the big one. That's the kicker. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a huge one. And um, so I thought, like, you know, especially growing up, you know, you learn science at school and stuff, and you don't have the, um, you don't even comprehend that something can happen in this world that you can't explain. Um, so it was once you start thinking that things can happen that you can't explain, that that's when it really became real for me. Um, and one of the big ones for me was a lot of the um, historians and writers at that time, um, a lot of the non-Christian ones didn't try to deny that Jesus did miracles or sorcery things that they call it. They just tried to condemn it, saying it was bad. Mm. Um, and that was huge for me because why would non-Christians make up that Jesus was doing supernatural things that they couldn't explain? Um, so that was another massive one for me. Um, and then from there, that was that was pretty foundational in my learnings. Um, the I also did the Alpha course, which, if you're not familiar with it, is pretty much just like a eight to. Well, I think it's a twelve week course, but you can condense it into eight. Um, and it's kind of like you just spend a couple of hours an evening per week. Um, you watch a little video that they've put together, and then you just have kind of like a roundtable discussion on what you thought about the video. If you have any questions. Um, and so that was a really good one for me because it kind of covered a lot of the fundamental things um, of life. It kind of just asks you the big questions of life of like, mm. you know, what's after death? Why why is there suffering in this world if God's meant to be good? Why is... Yeah. yeah That's massive. I, mean, I love the Alpha course because it's so, like, so accessible and, like, you make new friends, you have dinner together, you just chat. Like, there's no coercion into like you need to agree with what Christianity says it's like what do you think like and I think the important thing is that most people have never actually verbally discussed these big questions before even though they're going to come up in your life and so actually addressing them like head on and especially when we're young people like before it gets too late and before you're then like scared of death and like what comes after this and you know why is there all this suffering why does my friend have cancer why did this person die in my life like actually having those conversations and establishing like what do I what do I believe and you know what is my basis for that belief early on like it's so so incredible for living this life well rather than just floating through when things are easy and when you're distracted by you know like just life stages of yeah. you know meeting people and having fun when you're young like getting your first job going to school buying a house and just floating through and being you know like not actually addressing those existential existential questions um so it's awesome to just sit down and do that in a fun in a fun and engaging way um and in like a safe place where you know it's just you know fun to discuss with people and hear what they think and share what you think as well so yeah absolutely so um so once i realized that i could um trust the bible and i needed to kind of work out what it says if that's something that i wanted to apply to my life kind of thing um and so you know reading through the bible and everything um and then the alpha course and then one weekend so i was doing this alpha course on zoom because it was over COVID, and one of the weekends they actually met in person um so i met in person that day and yeah it was just like a it was a very kind of weird feeling that day because i walked in and it was i almost felt the moment i walked in i almost felt ready whether or not i wanted to admit that to myself or not um and then at the end, yeah, I just, there was a quote in one of the videos that I was watching and it said, um, I don't understand to believe, I believe in order to understand. And that mm. was massive for me because I was trying to go through it in really logical step by step. 
Um, and really, when looking at it now, you can mm. go your whole life trying to do that, and you'll never, you'll never reach the end in a way. So, yeah, I thought that was massive for me because I thought if I, if I just believe, and then I'll, I'll understand from that kind of thing. Yeah, um, and I think that makes a lot of sense with Christianity because we believe in the, you know, like one of the peoples of the Trinity is the Holy Spirit, mm. and like that gives you understanding. It's like you know there is that step of like believing that even though obviously it's not something that we can see, it is like a supernatural thing and something that is really hard to grasp just like in your mind and yeah. you, and you can do it, but it takes a long time. Like it's not something that you can get in a day. Um, and so yeah, like taking that step of being like, I'm actually going to like, you know, step out and say, I believe this. And then you realize that that understanding totally comes with it. Um, and you know, I guess, for non-Christians, I can totally see because we both have that non-Christian perspective of before mm. we became a Christian, it can sound a bit like, oh, well, you know, like how legit is that kind of thing? But I love your story because it's got that balance of like, it's not just this leap of faith of like, I'm just going to believe anything. Like you really looked into whether the Bible was trustworthy and, you know, looked into the history of Christianity and a lot of those big questions. But there does come a point where you go, I actually can't understand everything in advance before mm. I make this decision. Um, and then there's just that supernatural experience, like you were saying, where you're like, I just feel ready to, to take that, um, take that step of faith and yeah. be like, even though I don't fully understand everything yet, I understand enough that I'm like, I do want to put my faith in this and believe. And then it's so awesome to see now, like, a, you know, I guess a year down the track, almost a year, um, the faith that has come with that and the understanding that has come with that. Mm, yeah. Almost two years down the track. Oh gosh. Yeah. We're um, terrible with our use. <laughs> I know. Um, and so, yeah, there's a really cool passage in the Bible that um, says, if you knock, like Jesus will open the door kind of thing. And I found that that was kind of weird to hear at first, but I've just seen that really happen in my life. Like mm. I, I, you know, prayed the prayer of like, Jesus, you know, if you're real, please show yourself like, yeah, you know, do something in my life kind of thing. And that would look different to everyone. You know, there might be a, I remember hearing a guy telling a story of like, um, there was a flash of thunder immediately after that. Yeah. Like that's so, like that's so cliche. Um, or you might just, what happened to me is like your heart just starts changing gradually yeah. kind of thing. And instead of it feeling like a chore to go to church on a Sunday or, you know, to read your Bible, it's actually joyful. And yeah. that's something I've really noticed and which is really cool because you start looking forward to these things and the more you understand it and feel it, the more, yeah, just the more your heart changes. It's like an exponential curve kind of thing. And it's, it's yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. I love it. Um that's awesome. I feel like that covers most of the process of what that looked like for us from like meeting and your first kind of like catalyst mm. to look into Christianity. And I guess just like what I love is that it's such a simple process. Like it's reading the Bible, like actually sitting down to read the Bible, like yeah. this text that, you know, is so important to our faith because it's how we can, um, you know, like connect with people who were around when Jesus was around and like hear those, um, eyewitness stories and, you know, kind of understand the foundations of that faith. And then another thing I love about Christianity is how you can experience those things. And then it's actually in the Bible, even though you didn't know it at the time, like yeah, you said, like, sure. um, you know, you, you realize in hindsight that like the way that God works in your life and you can look back and be like, Oh, that's exactly what God was doing. And it, and it's really cool, um, to have that kind of like validated. Um, but yeah, that's a really cool story of just like the power of, you know, meeting up once a week to talk about big life yeah. questions or having a friend who's willing to, you know, walk through the Bible with you and pray with you and just do those things that, um, yeah, anyone can do. 
Yeah, for sure. And I want to just touch on two other things. It'll probably, we'll probably go a little bit over time, but um, so the first thing is I really was trying to put a lot of thought into how I didn't see this being in an all Anglican school and being surrounded so much. And it really is just on my part was just ignorance kind of thing. Like, you know, I was, things were pretty good. And so I didn't feel the need to look into it. Like, I feel like I could just, um, yeah, handle things myself. So for mm. me, it was, it was kind of just like, just not looking at the evidence in a way. And, yeah. you know, it's different for everyone. Um, but for me, it was really like the moment I actually looked at the facts and yeah. the historical Seeking things, you I was, find. Yeah. Exactly. I was like, how did I not see this kind yeah. of thing? Um, so that's the first thing. And then the second thing is, um, you know, there's probably some people listening to this thinking, oh, well, how do you know that it really is true faith? Like, how do you, are you sure you're not just subconsciously believing it so mm. you could marry Mon kind of thing? And I guess at the time you don't really know, I mean, you would know if you're lying to yourself, but subconsciously you may not know. And speaking two years later, um, the way I really know that it is true faith is just that growth and that mm. enthusiasm to, um, yeah, just learn about Jesus and the Bible, Old and New Testament, some of the really like boring books in a way. Like it's just so fascinating reading through it. Um, and like I'm watching a series of videos at the moment um, and they're between an hour and an hour and a half in length each day. And it's like, I don't think I would be doing that if I was yeah. just doing this so I could marry you. Like yes. I'd, I'd be doing the bare minimum. Like yeah. I'd be, you know, dragging myself to church with you every Sunday. Yeah. And that would be about it. Like, um, but yeah, no, I'm absolutely loving that. So that's kind of like the tests that I've used for myself to know that mm. it is genuine faith. And um, yeah, it's just so cool to see what, um, yeah, how God's transformed me because, yeah. yeah, a lot of people listening to this would know me going through school and growing up and, um, yeah, like it's just so crazy to <laughs> see what's happened. Like, yeah, definitely. Like I literally could not have planned for this to happen. Mm. Um, yeah, we didn't. We were very surprised. Like exactly. I was very surprised when you came home and said that you had made that decision over like after only a couple of months. Yeah. Like we really thought it would take a lot longer than that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, praise God. <laughs> yeah. And I guess I'm just so grateful to you because like, you were kind of the catalyst for me looking into it. Otherwise, mm. I probably would have coasted. I mean, you never know, but I probably would have coasted for a while because, um, yeah, like I, I just thought things were pretty good and I was looking after myself and that's all I needed yeah. kind of thing. So Yeah. Um, and you were living a great life and, you know, like a, yeah. lots to be grateful for and yeah. all that kind of thing. But, yeah, I guess – yeah, that's a good message to our listeners is that if you're not a Christian and you um, haven't done this for yourself, let this be a catalyst to look into that. Like I'm sure you probably know someone that's a Christian that would love to go through the Bible with you yeah. and, yeah, just experience those really simple things of catching up for a coffee and having these discussions about life questions. I'm sure that anyone who's a Christian in your life would absolutely love to do that with you. And, you know, if you're going through a tough time and you're not sure if you believe in God, um, you know, catch up with a Christian, have them pray with you, um, and, yeah, just see God work. Yeah. Gosh, there's so much more I'd want to say on this, but um, we'll have to. Yeah. We'll, we'll put it in another episode. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, cool. Well, ho hopefully that helped. Um, yeah, that's my story. Certainly did not see myself being a Christian when I was growing up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, God does some pretty cool things. Yeah, <laughs> so good. All right. Thanks so much for sharing your story. And, yeah, we'll see you guys on the next step. I know no one usually listens to this, so bear with me. 
Thank you so much for listening and we want to provide you guys value. So if you have any questions, anything you didn't agree with or something else you want us to cover, please let us know because it provides great content for the podcast. We'll chat to you next time.